Hello and welcome to Heifer Productions, The Twelve Ghosts. This is the series where we bring to you 12 ghost stories from around Yorkshire. These ghost stories are all told in aid of Fair Share, the excellent charity that delivers surplus food to food banks through Yorkshire and the UK. We hope you enjoy these stories and perhaps you might want to consider sleeping with the light on tonight. Lake Semmerwater, read by Duncan Smith. I shouldn't have been drinking. I definitely shouldn't have been drinking and driving. I don't need telling. I know it was a mistake. I knew it was wrong from the moment I put the pedal down. But it was Christmas Eve. It was one last drink with friends before going away for the holidays and being trapped with the family. It just happened to turn into a few drinks. I didn't veer off the road or crash or hit anyone. I just took a wrong turn. As I was driving down the bumpy country lanes, it felt like it started getting foggy. And that, combined with my booze-induced brain fog, meant that I took a wrong turn. I think. Once the fog had cleared, what I saw was a wee bit strange. I mean, I'm not the best at directions, but at this point I've been up and down every road, lane and drive in the area. What I saw now was not a familiar sight at all. It was like a wee village. Lots of little stony cottages dotted in the midst of these tall trees. It stretched out quite a bit. And I noticed that these houses weren't modern at all. There was a fire outside one of them, roaring away. That's when things took a definite turn for the worse. My car started groaning and clunking and I looked to see my fuel tank was empty. After honking my anger out, I went to phone the AA, but my phone was dead too. And there definitely wasn't an emergency roadside assistance phone there. There were definitely people there though. There were lights coming from the houses. Every house had a chimney blowing out smoke. I mean, I know log burners and coal fires are popular around here, this was just strange, like every single one. I thought maybe this was a town that had decided to live off-grid. I just hoped they were friendly as I left my car in search of help. The first house I knocked at, nearest my car, met me with a very frosty reception. A woman, wrapped in a shawl, peeked out of the darkened house and immediately hissed, I told you there's no bread for you here, get gone before slamming the door right in my face. If it, I thought if it was some sort of commune, you know, maybe they're not used to visitors. I decided to look for somewhere more inviting. There must be village hall or a pub around here. You know, there's enough houses. I moved through the streets and I sensed eyes watching me. I could hear whispers of voices through the trees. At that point it hit me how dark it was. There was moonlight like pushing through the trees above, but that was it. There were some more little campfires between the houses I walked past, and even some torches attached to the houses. But as soon as I got closer, 
I noticed that they were gently steaming, as if they'd only just been extinguished. And that was when I saw him. An old man, tall, with long wispy white hair, wrapped in white cloths that were dirty around the ankles. He knocked on the door, and the door opened, and he mumbled something, and then the door slammed closed. We went to the next house, and it happened again. I felt for the guy, you know, I was in the same boat. I started to catch up to him, trying to run, but not look like too much of a nut. By the time I'd gotten close to him, his luck was changing. The door he was at opened wide, after his inquiry, and he went in. The door I was at slammed in my face. I thought if they were friendly to him, you know, maybe they could help me too. I knocked at the door. No response. I knocked again. I knew they were in, that they could help. I started braying at the door. I know that I know that's not right. Probably scared them. But I was getting desperate at this point. I didn't know where I was. No one was helping me. And then there was a sound, louder than me slamming on that door. I looked behind me and the forest was crunching. It was this deafening sound of rushing water. And I could see the trees in the distance suddenly being crushed into the ground. It was a massive wall of water. I've only seen something like that in disaster films. Soon there wasn't a forest, just this wall of water rolling over the tops of the houses. I froze and I backed against the wall and I closed my eyes. When I opened them, next thing I remember, I was waking up in my car by the side of the road and the fuel was fine, the car was fine, so I drove home. As I drove, I saw signs for the lake, Lake Semmerwater. I was miles off where I thought I was. I mean, I knew that, I knew that lake, but I didn't think I'd ended up anywhere near it. When I saw that sign, it started to make a little more sense. There's a legend that under Lake Semmerwater is a drowned town. It was flooded by a man who one night was looking for shelter and food. He was turned away by all but one house. That house survived. The rest now live under the water. Thank you for listening to The Twelve Ghosts. All of these stories are in aid of fair share. You can give to our Just Giving page at www.justgiving forward slash Heifer Productions. Heifer is H-E-I-F-E-R. Please do give as generously as you are able and we hope to see you again.